Through the heavy dark that accompanied the deepest night, the stranger peered from the thick copse of woods that surrounded the property. How long had this place been the target, the goal? And yet it wasn't glory that bubbled inside the stranger now that the moment had finally come to strike. It was fear. Yellow fear that burned in the chest and whispered, Run away! Run away again, just as they had done so many times in the past. Not tonight. Forcing movement, they edged forward with careful precision so as not to break a dry stick or stir a blade of thick green grass on the walk from the woods into the more manicured property. Going from the wild back into the world, the stranger muttered, trying to slow the beating heart that threatened to fly from their chest. The thoughts were pushed aside neatly, the goals re-established. Tonight was about reconnaissance. The stranger was not here to steal gold or silver or jewels, even though the place had many of those things available. One of the many homes of the popular Woodley clan was at the top of that hill. Their legacy was ripe with riches that would be the envy of any thief. But the stranger was here for something else. A person. That person's information and connections, actually. The big house was just up the path, and the stranger paused to look at it, then turned away and steered past the cottage at the bottom of the hill and toward the stables. The night was so quiet that a ragged breath would wake the entire world, but nothing and no one stirred as they reached the stable door. With a tug, it gave on its gliders and slid open. The sound was like a whisper, but the stranger still paused, wary that the next noise would be the call of a sleepy voice or of feet approaching, someone ready and likely armed. That wouldn't end well. But after a moment, there was nothing, and they gave a sigh of relief. They shut the door just as quietly, and stood for a moment to let their eyes adjust to the heavier dark of the interior of the stable. It was full of horses. Odd, since the family who resided in the country house above was very publicly in London, not here in Idleridge, The stranger took a moment to breathe in the earthy smell of the horse flesh, the hay, the feed, then shook their head. It wasn't the time to get distracted. The stranger's eyes had adjusted enough to move forward again, and they did so, slipping through the corridor that separated one line of stalls from another. They sometimes peered down the way to see another aisle that was much the same as this one, filled with quiet animals peaceful mares and stallions, and even a few colts. There was a pang of longing in the stranger's chest, but it was swiftly pushed away as they refocused their attention forward on the big room at the back of the stable. At one point, it might have been a lounge, but a decade before, it had been transformed into the living quarters of the man the stranger sought out. When they reached the door, They said a small, private prayer that the door would be unlocked. A prayer that was answered, for with the touch of a hand, 
the barrier swung open, and the firelight from the room inside revealed the quarry the stranger had come to stalk. A huge man sprawled across a bed that barely contained him. His dark, too long hair curled across white pillows. In the dimness from the sliver of a moon that fell in through the window, the beard on his cheeks was obvious. The stranger paused, staring at him. Tonight was not supposed to be about approach. Tonight was supposed to be about looking. Seeing how this man lived, in case it could be used against him. It was about seeing if he was living here at all, for the stranger had heard that this man, Warwick Blackwood, had recently purchased a small townhouse in London.